I believe that fear stops one from saying what one is supposed to say. And that if you say it, you will die. If you don't say it, you will also die. So, why don't I just say it, feel light, and wait for the consequence? See, I saw that the world won't protect or fight for me, so I decided to do that which is hard, as long as it is good. Talk, talk, talk. Hello, guys. Welcome to Talk the Pod. I am your host, Abby. <laughs> Hello, guys. Welcome to Talk the Pod. I am your host, Abby. Please ignore that foolishness. Wow, I feel so nervous and awkward talking to myself. <laughs> anyway, this is our first episode and I am excited. I can't contain my happiness. I've wanted to do this for a very long time. For the first episode, I wanted to plunge into exploring topics because there's so many issues and topics I have personally delved deeper into and wanted to share and I was discussed and deliberate about, but to limit the liability of my information going wrong, misunderstood or offensive, and also to avoid being bullied by the higher mighty, I want to state this disclaimer bold and clear that talk.pod is a social satire. You know, freedom of speech, you can talk as much as you like, but freedom after the speech is important. So in this episode, you will learn about me, why I started the podcast, and also will do a bit of bragging. My name is Alima Abiola Abajo. I've always had an interest in social discourse and a flair for satire. It's one gen of literature that shows the foolishness of humans, organizations, governments, and activists. Also, I have a BA in literature and some other professional jargon. So, yeah, I think I've had the right to do this. Hmm? So let's get deep and personal. There's so many things to criticize in this world, especially in Nigeria. And I can narrow it down to Lagos where I live. No matter how calm you want to be, driving or not, if Napep driver doesn't act unfortunate, Stanford driver will annoy you or a very nosy neighbor. Lagos is a whole big mess, a whole big madhouse with a lot of angry people looking for who to unleash their anger on. And let's not get started about the way the whole country is being run. The danger of the bad social constructs that we're born into and still living in. Respect your elders, even when they are nosy, abusive, violent, and intrusive. The hypocrisy we call culture. The verbal, sexual, and financial abuse in the offices where we work. I've worked in an office where the boss emptied a whole bottle of champagne on someone's head. Why? It was late for an evening meeting in his house. The unlawful killing of Nigerians by the special anti-robbery squad under the Nigerian police. Or should we talk about mothers being raped done by their husbands to their daughters? <laughs> or how women treat their maids as slaves? If they are not saddled with a lot of chores, they are giving rotten food to eat or beating at little provocations. Or those uncles that call us, yeah, me, yeah, me, but are molesters. 
There's a lot to vent about and also we learn to learn. The society is rotting with foolishness and hypocrisy. So come to talk to Paul. Let's do this together. You see, not everyone will have the courage to speak out and that's okay. I always had that conversation with friends that it is okay if you can speak out. But for some of us, we have the audacity. We're bold. I believe that fear stops one from saying what one is supposed to say. And that if you say it, you will die. If you don't say it, you will also die. So why don't I just say it, feel light, and wait for the consequence? This attitude hanged me the name Ijogbo, meaning professional troublemaker. I was called that in my first year in the university. In the university, I was 15. The aim was to put me in a cage, but instead, I started introducing myself in that name. Like, yeah, hi, my name is Abiola, aka Jogbon. I remember the money that handed me that name. I stepped out to get something, and I started hearing and I didn't know where that was coming from. But since my father and my mother did not name me I didn't bother answering. Anyway, the guy crossed to the other side, or the boy-boy of the person, and said, it's Capone, he's calling me. I was like, who, is, who the hell is that? He said, my Capone. I said, no, I'm not interested in that. And then he, then I turned to go back to my hostel, because it was a bad, bad move. I shouldn't have come out. <laughs> and then he tapped me, and I told him, don't touch me. And that was it. Who the hell are you? Why shouldn't I touch you? Who you be? Who you be? <laughs> And it became a very big issue. His other colleagues, mad colleagues, you know, crossed to the other side. At that point, I'd already walked towards my hostel. The people in my hostel had to come out to beg on my behalf and told me to kneel down and apologize. Apologize for what? They said they are courtes, they can kill. They were whispering into my ear, kneel down. And the other ones already were already kneeling down, begging on my behalf. I just crossed my hand and... I'm not going to apologize. I did not do anything wrong. Anyway, decision was made that I was 15 and in my first year, uh, they did so. They told, they said, they made a decision that you know what, if you know you cannot kneel down and apologize, that means you have graduated. Just pack your bags and go home. And I did just that. I saw that the world won't protect or fight for me, so I decided to do that, which is hard, as long as it is good. To understand this deeply, let me tell you the rape incident I witnessed in my GSS 1. I forgot my note in the classroom after night prep, and if you know but in houses very well, students still note. Some people don't write notes, they only wait till exam period and then they start stealing notes. So I went back to pick it up. I saw a girl wearing a check, a red check dress. She was walking with her two ties apart in pain. After questioning, I got to know she was raped. You know, while telling her who to report to and she was being resistant, we saw the culprit, a senior with a badge. If you know me well, you should envisage my next line of action. I dashed at him, screaming and threatening. He said, he's a prefect, he will show me. And I replied, my name is Abiola Abajo, I am in Jesuongji. Even describe where my classroom was, you can't do nada. You know, after the back and forth confrontation, um, confrontation, confrontation you know um she convinced me that the also supervisors won't listen to whatever we had to say because i told her you know what let's go and report but she said nobody's going to listen to us when it is light out at that point the siren had you know rang and 
when it is light out in Model College, I don't want to mention the name, it is light out. And that's the sad truth. She said she was going to look for me the next morning. She didn't. The next day during class, you know, around noon, I was called out to kneel in the courtyard. After hours of kneeling down under the sun with zero explanation, I was taken to another block. You know, at that point, I saw the girl that was abused the previous night by that Mr. Prefect. And immediately I got my voice and wanted to report the incident, the last night incident, but I was given a slap by one of the um, hostel supervisors, you know, that, that were employed to protect us. The slap that I got that day, my ear was doing all for three days. You know, we're later told that we accused a senior pre- uh, senior prefect of a idiot's crime. The other girl was quiet, but I even tried talking despite the the, the resounding slap. Anyway, they called FT male seniors to come to the courtyard to carry us and beat the living day out of us. If you see the way I was lifted from the ground and the beating I got, something died inside me that day. My courage, I did not find it until I left our school. One time, was it, I think it was last year, I saw a picture circulating that this is what the school looks like now and that all students should do something about it. I said, let that school burn. Let it burn. I wish at that age I knew how to make trouble because one has to make trouble to disrupt the status quo because what we are afraid of is a monster called fear and that was what the rapist senior and the agbaya that came to beat us wanted to achieve and probably did to create fear and silence us. So this and more led to who I am and why the podcast. People like this are to be called out and shamed. Times are hard and this is when we need satire the most. Talk.pod is a social satire about anything and everything. We'll be discussing the ease and the vices, the fun and the hypocrisy of social and political issues around us. If you have a topic or issue that you think we should discuss about, you can send a DM to talk.pod on Instagram or Facebook or an email to bsc30 at gmail.com, bsc30 at gmail.com. The podcast will be released every Saturday, yes. So please subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Boomplay, and iTunes. And for the virtual, you can subscribe to YouTube. The podcast will sometimes be a solo where I talk, 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 or I invite a fun co-host and do this amazing journey together, or interview where I have a guest to share personal experience and ideology on my favorite structure, panel where we have a full mouth. I just want to say thank you to everyone who has been supportive and you that is listening and watching. I can't wait for us to have this beautiful journey together. Thank you and bye for now.